Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast, bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Hello and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm here, as usual, with Mike and Jay. What's up, gentlemen? Jay, you're so far away. (laughs) (laughs) Mike's been living at my house for the last two weeks in Scoundrels timeline, so (laughs) this is is different now. (laughs) Yeah, you guys can't touch each other anymore. Probably for the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Moving on. (laughs) Um, hey, you got any housekeeping for us? Uh, always. Hey, uh, you know, I, I'm going to keep talking about this. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to hear more uh, of, of us talking about what's going on over at the Fifth Trooper, you can join us on our Patreon. Um, somebody recently reached out to me and said, hey, I heard you guys talking on Scoundrels about a uh, Vader uh, Callus list. And where can I get After Dark? Well, good news, Bucko. You can get it on our Patreon for uh, any, really any dollar amount. If you just subscribe at any dollar amount uh, to our Patreon, you you get access to the After Dark podcast, which we we try to do at least weekly. Um, if not, if we miss a week here and there, it's pretty rare. But we try to do it weekly. We go over list stuff. We we talk about all the behind the scenes stuff at the Fifth Trooper, what we're working on. We get you know, there's cool little like sneak peeks and glimpses and 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 it's it's cool so if you could support us it helps me uh keep all this stuff running and it like getting getting kyle a microphone so that he can talk on the podcast or you know um is that new not recently no but but it's one of the things we spent patreon dollars on (laughs) so that so that Kyle could talk on the podcast. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, yeah. So, so it just supports us doing all this great stuff that we've been doing. Um, if you think it's great, then go to Patreon and support us. And as an example for today, we're going to actually be talking about some stuff we've been working on. Uh, mm-hmm. But everybody on our Patreon has known something about it for quite a while now. So you yep. guys are going to get kind of. They, they've had bits and pieces of this for probably, I don't know, a month or so. Um, yep. And we're kind of telling the world today later in the show. So, um, you know, that's just kind of, that will be a good example of some of the things that you might find in our behind the scenes portions of yeah. our uh, Patreon section. It kind of, it allows you to be like a little bit more involved uh, in what we're doing, you know, at an earlier stage, which is cool. Um, and, and sometimes we ask questions of our Patreon members, like, hey, how, how should we do this? Or what should we do here? And so you could definitely contribute in meaningful ways. And so that'll be cool. Um, the other housekeeping is uh, order tokens and sidebars are in. I know that we've sold out of some of them, but there's definitely some still available. So if you want some of our new designs, we have faction uh, sidebars and we have faction um, order tokens plus scoundrels and fifth trooper uh red player blue player tokens are in as well so so check those out at the uh at the website fifth trooper 
thefifthtrooper.com. Thefifthtrooper.com. Jay was putting pictures up on like Instagram and Facebook over the weekend. And like, he's like, there are so many packages. Like, <laughs> you know, uh, it was, it was a lot. Uh, so th- Jay, thank you for being our, our man on the ground. And well, know- Rachel was there too. So it was, it was yeah, a yeah. dynamic duo. Uh, yeah. That's crazy. Right. Like I, it was a lot. It was a lot of packages. I probably put between Friday um, and well, actually, it was Thursday, Thursday night, and Friday, and a little bit Saturday. I, I think I probably put like at least twenty to twenty-three hours into like sorting and packing and like you know getting getting stuff together and out. And so uh, you know, both we weren't expecting the order tokens to come in at the same time as the sidebars, but they did. So we took care of it. Um, but yeah, so those are all in, in stock, ready to go. And those awesome. that are out of stock uh, on the order tokens, sorry, you missed out. Yep. You'll know better uh, next time, though. There we go. And will there be a next time for that? Oh, there will. For sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then I do want to say this. So the plan is, because some people have asked with the sidebars, those are just going to be a common stock that we'll have. So those won't be a limited like art style we're gonna make the the faction ones uh something that we keep in stock along with the red and blue sidebars so if you missed out on those don't worry we're gonna we're reordering so it's just the order token art designs that are limited yep yep awesome all right well uh we're gonna talk about a couple things today we have a super exciting announcements which we will get to later Mm -hmm. um but uh before then, you I understand you played an, a Legion game over the weekend, Jay, that you'd like to talk about. Yeah, so it was actually uh, the first game that I've played against the lab. Um, it was an interesting list. Uh, it was 12 activations. It had Veers, storm, naked stormtroopers, three snipers, three bikes. I think they had HQ uplink and then the lat with, uh, with the, the three red uh, armament. Uh, I forgot what that one's called. The uh, high velocity. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Iron <clears throat> um, shells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too red and, and white, but yeah. So I mean, here, here's, here's what I would say about this. It was the list was better than I thought it was going to be, and I think similar to a lot of things now that we're going to find with heavies is that with the with the objective in the battlefield deck you can kind of force like real bad scenarios on people and so you know this one i think we ended up breakthrough with three with three bikes and a lat and i was playing a callous vader list at, with some shore troopers and snipers and i was like oh god you know and like just trying to like hold the line um and wait for the for all that to come but again i this I've been noticing kind of this recurring theme with this like 12 activations. Like it's so good. Like, cause you're just like, cause most lists are going to have around 10 roughly, right. 10 activations or so. Um, but when you get to like 12 and now these lists, especially like the double airspeeder list, this, this list with the triple bikes and the lat, there's just so much going on and they have two extra turns or activations after you're just done and sitting there. And so I, I just think there's something to that. And so the conversation I thought we should have was not is the lat on its own good, 
but does the let have a place in a list like that with with triple bikes which i think kyle you said before we started were underrated and i completely agree with you yeah i this is going to sound terrible i think if that list is good it's in spite of the lat not because of. <laughs> yeah i sort of agree with that like i i sort of think if you drop the lat and took heavies on all the stormtroopers and like added another squad it would be so much better so here here's why i'll argue for the lat all right i'm going to take the side of the lat here i understand that it's situational so let me start there definitely situational i would say it was really hard to try to focus when you have three bikes, three snipers coming down on you. And then the lat can just have a naked stormtrooper unit. And like, for instance, we we're playing breakthrough and just like wait and then hover over and drop the stormtroopers. And now there's two more units in my deployment. Um, the armor helps it a lot. This will tell you how much i don't know about the transport rules because we don't use them that often do you have to disembark to count for breakthrough that is a great question i think you do but i'm not i'm not a thousand percent sure on that okay yeah i plan to read up very heavily on the new transport rules <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. for yeah. atlantic city this weekend. Uh, like like i i genuinely don't know the answer to that yeah um, i don't either uh, it seems like it, you probably should count for breakthrough. I, I don't know. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah. I mean, and, and so it was like, what it what it does is it just, I get I get what you're saying that the rest of the list was what made that great, but I think having it in there is an option and like this optional thing where. Um, it's an armor piece. I, uh, you know, uh, they were running Baron Rudder, so they had the marksman sure. and they had high energy shells, you know, so they were definitely tossing some dice and just making my life a living hell in certain aspects while doing all this other stuff with snipers and bikes and veers. And it, I mean, it was, I mean, it was pretty intense. And, and I, the extra, Just having that extra option, I, I really, I think was good. And I, I liked that ability. I can see it being good 50% of the time in that list. And the 50% of the time that it is good is when you're playing breakthrough or bombing run. I, I yeah. you know, and so it's probably not actually 50% of the time, 50% of the time that you are a blue player. I can, I can see it being maybe good isn't the right word, but it, it's at least it, it like adds to the, you know, speeder bike, breakthrough bombing run thing right um that it's very easy to score with it so yeah um I, I think that there's value there but i think in the other whatever other two objectives you have in your deck it's just like anything else could be better um if if, if you if you don't get to play one of those two objectives yeah maybe right i i just i think what it does is it it has like so you know how we've talked and and i'm just talking out loud i haven't fully formulated this thought so just bear with me as i say this but we've talked about in the past with like a vader or like a, a heavy that you're making them kind of the focus of your list right and you're building stuff around this i felt with this list that there wasn't a focus there was just a lot of stuff i had to deal with and that almost made it harder to 
to kind of move around and like operate in because there was so much going on versus just like, okay, I got to get this ATST out of the way or, oh, okay, I got to get Vader, you know, make sure he can't do Vadery things or whatever it is. Does that make sense? It does. Do you think that that was partially because of the list you were playing? Like the list you were playing is very much a list that excels in like infantry max ups. Like it doesn't do well yep. when, when you're playing against vehicles. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, I think if I played like a double heavy list, we probably would have had a different conversation because I would have just been blasting things out of the sky. But I don't know outside of listen we can say clones right because they're just all around good but like outside of a double heavy list i don't know other lists that would be able to easily deal with that p2s it's a lot of impact okay yeah p2s sure that's a good one yeah i think any list that brings like native impact probably deals with that fine right like the 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 lat and a5 for that matter you know, kind of just like, you know, if they if you if the enemy brought impact weapons, they're they're way more expensive than they should be. You know, um, maybe not the AA five, but yeah, you, know, you know, like it, it's just like how you feel about them. Like all of a sudden, you're just rolling saves, and you don't really have the armor keyword if the enemy like generically has a bunch of impact weapons, and and they just die like a normal white save unit does. Um, which you got to be careful about, but you know, um, I guess the good news is that outside of like B2 lists and clones that just get to auto roll crits, um, there's not a ton of lists that outside of like vehicles that run impact these days. So, yeah, although yeah, I, I strongly think that's going to change. Well, I guess we'll talk about that in our next topic, but, um, yeah. And there are, there are, I mean, T47s you didn't mention either. That's a popular rebel archetype right now. Double T47s. I think we yeah. shred that list. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess I included that in the double heavy. Yeah. 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 Um, but I just, it's, I, I'm a big fan. And I think I've said this on this cast. If not, I've said it on mine and uh, the fifth trooper cast a lot is I'm a big fan of like all comers list. And this just kind of felt like that, like not that it could handle everything, but that it, makes trouble for almost every list even with impact i think there's opportunity there with like if you even if i had heavies right you could hold because you can hold the lap back and then bring the bikes and like flank a heavy and use their impact on the bikes to try to take something out right i mean there's i think there's a lot of opportunity there while then holding down this the uh infantry with the snipers and stuff too because there's three snipers as well so it was just it's just a lot. And so I really, I just liked the combination of, of all of that. And it just, and I, and so that's kind of my argument for the lat, even though it's maybe for that list in particular and bikes probably more, but um, I really liked the lat in that list. Yeah. I mean, I can definitely see it being good in those contexts, you know? Yeah. It's just another option, right? Like if I have to do a, a bombing run or, or drop on a position or, you know, you could load one of those naked stormtroopers in there and just, you know, wait to let the bikes do what they're going to do and then float the, float the lad in and drop them, you know? I still want to see somebody do a Palpatine lat list where they just drop a, yeah. and, now, and now you will die Palpatine in the, 
<laughs> the middle of the opponent's army. Somebody high profile is going to lose to that at one of these tournaments. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and it's gonna and it's gonna ruin their tournament run, and it's gonna feel awful. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, at that point, right, you don't even care about the let la- you just let it crash and burn, and then Pulp just like tumbles out of it and starts electrocuting everything. <laughs> yeah, can we for a second? Can we talk about the fact that it's kind of silly that there's like minimal penalty for having a transport killed when you're in it? <laughs> So, I, I mean, it's better than the, it, ma- the other penalty. I think, it's, I think it's silly from a thematic perspective. I think in gameplay, for gameplay purposes, I think if you made it any more, any worse, it's just, it like, it's already pretty untenable in most units that have the transport keyword. You know the AA five like accepted. Um, well, I think it's closed transports accepted, basically. Oh, maybe they don't take damage on open transports. I don't know. Again, I don't. I don't know these rules. Like I know the rest of the rules to this game. Um, but you're off the podcast, then, Mike. I'm oh sorry. man! No, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, in any case, yeah. I mean, I think it's fine. Like you take you just take what like a wound and that's That's it it. yeah Yeah. it's just weird that you get like more actions when your transport gets destroyed than you do if you just disembark like of your own volition (laughs) sure sure yeah i mean like maybe they should get like an immobilized token or something i don't don't know yeah anyway we'll see if it's a problem it'll get fixed oh yeah clearly that's like an easily fixable you just change the transport rules yeah 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 you don't even have to change any keywords or anything right um it's just it feels weird, you know. Like, sure. Do I shoot this AA five full of Wookies and give the Wookies more actions? <laughs> <laughs> Depends on how close it is. Well, right. <laughs> <laughs> what if they just power slide that thing right up on the, on your dudes, in front of your dudes? Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm I, I'm really excited uh, as more units come out and as things progress to see where the lat in the in the in the party bus like really fit and and how they're going to be used in unique ways so i i'm just as much as i know we were down on the lat i'm just excited to see people putting it into lists and and doing stuff with it that's unique it would be nice if it was better than i think it's gonna be i, I mean I, you know I yeah we'll, i we'll i see. hope i hope that you're right yeah it's and people are like, well, you know, everyone's excited about the A5. Why isn't anyone excited about the LAT? And I think it's kind of like, you know, the A5 just kind of leans hard into that pure support role. <laughs> um, and the LAT is kind of trying to like do both the transport and the airspeeder gunship thing yep. at the same time. And it's like, you know, special specialization is good in this game because yep. then you're not paying points for something you're not using potentially. So yeah, I, I sort short of, answer. I sort of feel like the lad almost should have open transport. I think if it had open transport, the conversation might be different. Yeah, um, I wouldn't disagree with that. You know, if you if you could throw, you know, like a death trooper, or or it had closed transport and you could just shoot out the sides of it, it maybe like a some sort of like middle ground between the two, right? Like it's got the doors open and the death troopers are just like pouring shots out the side. I think I think the conversation would be different. Um, so yeah yeah it's just it's trying to be like a gunship and a transport at the same time yeah it's you know 
the A5 is like, I'm just a transport. Hop in, yeah. get some names. <laughs> Here's some medic stuff, you know. Well, uh, yeah, that's the other you're thing. You're not paying like, for guns you're not using. I, I feel like, and it's, I don't feel like, not that I feel like this, this is true, is that the AA5 just got a bunch of other like pilots and robots and all kinds of sh- stuff that like the lat just didn't get. Like the lat got three pilots and a comms upgrade basically, right? Like, and it's like, okay. I mean, in fairness, like the AA5 is a, is a unit type. Like, is it a heavy support unit? Yes. Uh, it is not a heavy support unit in the traditional sense, whereas the lat, sure. the lat is, right? Like, yeah. it, at least it, it's trying to be. Um, but know, I think you're right. It probably just needed to pick a lane and just yeah. be in that lane. Like, I, I would have loved, I wanted them to put out the, what is it, the Thai striker that was from from uh, uh, Rogue One, right? Sure. That's If they had just done that and done like a, not, I, I say this, the new T-47. <laughs> if they had done the, the new, like a Empire version of the new T-47, that, that would have been a much different, probably, product, I think, overall. And, and we'd have a different conversation around it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, anywho. But anyways, yeah. that was my experience. I enjoyed it. I, I thought it did better than I expected it to. And probably the list, but yeah, and I think it will surprise some people in certain yeah. contexts. Um, you know, it's definitely a uh, what's what's the um, spike? Is that the the thing yeah. in the the three the three archetypes? This is this is from Magic, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's spike, def- spike. I'm pretty sure is competitive. Um, I think this is a Timmy. Timmy. Okay. Um. Yeah. I always get him confused. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's the sort of like big home run play uh yeah. type yeah you know there's going to be times where you drop palpatine or a squad of snow troopers or something on your opponent in a way that they're not expecting and you just like win um yeah, yeah. and there's going to be other times where it just dies and you lose yeah. <laughs> so yeah well and that's all heavies are like that right like you think you're good and then all of a sudden you're not <laughs> like that's just this is how heavies are sometimes right so yeah uh all right Speaking of heavies, should we talk? So Atlantic City Open is this weekend. Oh yeah, nice. It's the first real convention tournament since the pandemic, I think. I don't think that's fair. There was one in what's the one that was uh, the other. There was there was a tournament in Texas. Yeah, was that not a convention tournament technically? I I don't think so. I think it was just like a a Legion tournament in a hotel. I don't think it was. um, Where's Atlantic City? It was its own convention, Kyle. Well, yeah, I mean, okay, it was a... Why are you trying to take away what they had, Kyle? Was it because you weren't there? No, <laughs> you, I... I you're jealous? I am a little, I am actually jealous, yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, by the strict convention, by the strict definition of a convention tournament, I think there needs to be like other, I don't know. Anyway, yes, sure. Dallas Open was a thing. That was, that was a decent sized tournament. In, in a silo here, Kyle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He just you know just he likes, he, he likes rules. What yeah, can just, we I do. <laughs> just I let us to, live to, our best lives, Kyle. I, I don't just, know why. I have to organize everything, Jay. <laughs> yeah. I have to, All right. likes to live in a box. Right. I do. Fine. I like everything to be in boxes. Oh, um, good. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> we know. We know. <laughs> At least in my brain, physically, my house is a mess. But, you know. uh, anyway. I lost my train of thought. Atlantic City is this weekend. 
whether you want to say it's the first <laughs> Legion convention <laughs> tournament or not, it is a tournament yep. uh, where there will be Legion and it's this weekend. So um, let's talk about it. What are your, so uh, I am going, I have not decided what I'm bringing yet. Uh, really? Cause I thought we talked about this. We literally spent like a half an hour talking about this the other night and you were I like, mean, these are the options. And I was like, you should take that one because the rest are not very good. And you were <laughs> like, Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna like explicitly say what it is unless you do first but like I just because I don't want to like out you here but like I thought we made a decision together Kyle (laughs) I never make a decision until I've actually submitted my list okay um yeah there's some there's some stuff I've been trying in team league that I'm really enjoying that uh is uh was not one of those options sure um that's I guess fair um anyway and also i don't have everything fully painted yet for (laughs) (laughs) i'm still missing a few components so this could be a situation where it comes down to like wednesday and i'm like i'm out of time i just have to submit a list for stuff that i have fully painted well Well, if you want to play a bad list i got a bunch of stormtroopers i have stormtroopers too but i appreciate it you're welcome and my stormtroopers are painted (laughs) (laughs) well i mean it's what two colors yeah hey, um, mine are at three thank you very much <laughs> good for you mike nice. anyway uh what what do you guys what do you what do you think we'll see at atlantic city yeah i mean uh so assuming people go meta which uh if they don't uh my opinions are useless um so if they go meta, I think we're gonna see AA5 rebels uh, everywhere. I think a rebel list without the AA5 is probably not as good as one with it. Um, I think clones should be playing Rexstar. I think Empire should <laughs> endeavor to do what they can with what they've got. I don't know what you should bring. Maybe Iden triple ISF or something. Um, and then. I would expect to see at least a couple 13 activation stats, though I'm concerned about the time. Um, yes, I am also. With those lists, because look, I'm not a fan of chess clocks, and I think there are better ways to time gate games, and I don't want to talk about this a ton, but I do think 13 activation stats is when playing the game properly uh, poses some problems in real life setting. It's, it's when the concept of shared time starts to fall apart a little bit. Yeah. Because yeah. if you've got 13 activation steps and your opponent has a 10 activation list, you know, if you're just, if you're each spending the same amount of time doing your activations, then your the 13 activation list is getting 30% more time. Yeah. I mean, um, even, even that list that Jay was talking about earlier, it was like 12 activations, speeder bike, LAAT, um, like it'll, it, it probably won't be 12 activations for long because it's Empire and it'll probably just get blown off the board or whatever. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> brittle. <laughs> Sorry, Empire players. Um, but, you know, I think that, that, you know, if played correctly, like that list could have the same problems. Yeah. And unfortunately, the 13 activation list is also a list that is very objective focused, which means that it is one that benefits from games that don't go for six turns. Yep um so yeah i think you have sort of like a mutual alignment of uh both an incentive to not finish games and a high activation count which makes that more likely so yeah and i think i mean 
I think you'll see some of those medalists I, I, out of what is it? 64, I think total. Yeah. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's filled. I think the last I saw for Friday it's, was it's somewhere in the, in the twenties and then Saturday was also. Okay. That. So it'll probably be around 50, 50. Okay. Let's, yeah. let's call it 50. I would guess 10% of those. So five, five to eight are going to be actual medalists. And I think the rest are going to be people working stuff out. Um, I guess I guess that's more in line with what we saw in what was it, Dallas or wherever mm-hmm. it was. Because because there's nothing yep. on the line besides winning and your you know and your good name. There's no invites. There's no op structure. It's just an event, just a bigger store tournament, basically, right in Atlantic City. So I think a lot of people are going to go to that and say, hey, you know what? I'm not really going for an invite here. I'm going to have fun. It's my first tournament back. I'm, I'm going to play triple do back because why not? Right. Like I, I just, I think we're, we may see some, uh, a lot of that. Are you going to play triple do back Kyle? I don't oh. own any do backs. So I got if, plenty. If I were to play empire, it would be Palpatine. Probably. Um, Man, but, I, yeah. I really wanted to take the do back rider out and put it in the lap, but they like put the feet, the legs right on the actual do back. And I had forgotten they did that. Do you know what I mean? So like the the mold of the okay. of the legs is right on the yeah, do back yeah. saddle instead of like a separate piece. I was like, no, this yeah. would have been perfect. Anyway, so sorry, side change. You're good. But, You're good. <clears throat> um, yeah, I, I I think you're definitely gonna see Kyle. You know, Kyle, you'll probably see five to eight lists that are highly meta and there to win, and and that's what they're there for. And then you're just gonna see a bunch of dudes looking to have some fun, and probably a couple lats. I would. I would guess at least two to three lists that have lats. I, I would be surprised if they weren't there. I, I mean, like it's the new thing. People are going to try it for sure. Yeah. Um, I do think that like, uh, I don't want to like skew people's opinions on what they should bring to this event. But I think if you're not packing impact, you probably should have been or should be, you know, yeah. Um, I agree a hundred percent with that. I think you're going to see a lot of double heavies from the empire. You're going to see a lot of double air speeders. I don't, I mean, I, so I, I don't think there will be a ton of double air speeders just because they're the same slots as the AA five. I, I do think there should be, I think double air speeder is still a good list that arguably is better than any no doubt. list. I think there will probably be a lot of like one in one um like one air speeder one a5 yeah uh, would would be my bet just because again the a5 is kind of like the new thing and i yeah. actually think you know handy name tokens off to your air speeder also isn't the worst thing to be doing right you know um let me ask you this besides boba fat what unit do you think you won't see there Cadbane. uh unit you won't see there I'm not. I'm not willing to put Boba Fett on that list. Actually, I, as either. much as as much as I, I don't think he's very good. I do think he's like, he's like the Empire unit that people are like, this is like, yeah, the, oh the Boba cool, Fett, yeah, you know, that's it's just, fair. It's yeah. Boba Fett, right? Yeah, like, that's fair. That's he, fair. He's the most beloved Star Wars character. That's not really a Star Wars character until Mando. You, you know, like, yeah, you know. Um, All right, let me rephrase that. What unit don't you think it will be there that you think should be there? 
besides double T-47s. Yeah. I feel pretty confident every unit that should be there will be there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, it's possible someone comes with... I don't know. I, I think... I mean, with 50 lists, you're going to get enough diversity just by virtue of sample size yeah. um, that most stuff is going to be represented at least once. All right. So. Yeah, I guess if I had to pick, I just like based on last season's Invader League, uh, you know, there was definitely not enough people playing Bosk. I think people may f- fall into that same kind of thing. I think Bosk is like the saving grace of the Empire right now. And people just haven't figured that out. Like if there is a good thing about Empire, it is a reptilian lizard bounty hunter, um, <laughs> you know, and... Yeah. All right. I do think it's interesting. I think that you will see probably more mall than you did. Like, you know, people are talking now about mall B2s. Yes. But out of how big was Elim's 80? Um, 84 or something. Of which like half were cysts, were droid lists. So out of those, whatever, 30 something droid lists, how many mall B2 lists would you guess there were at the start of Elim's? I was like, three or four i think two <laughs> let um, me ask you this do you for for droids this is a droid specific question do you think ability to get models in real life is going to affect what people bring 100 percent. yes i think i think that's the main thing that's probably holding people back from playing like Rexstar is they didn't get enough phase twos or they didn't get enough arcs or whatever um yeah, yeah um and because of that let me ask you this even though they should be playing that as a meta let's say okay that do you believe that maybe the real world meta will be a little bit different because of the availability of that stuff i so i think um this is going to sound super biased but i think unlike something like invader league that is you know like three months and has time for metas to develop i'm not sure that like a snapshot of one event is a good enough judge of that um i i I mean i do think like it's always a little different Mm -hmm. but i don't think that's inherently because of distribution problems gotcha okay yeah i agree like like i've only got two phase twos but like if we were playing at worlds like i would find a way to get a third like i you know like i would borrow one or yeah, whatever I got you, buddy. You, you know, do you need yeah. phase twos i got a box of yeah i know you do i saw i'm them never gonna there. use them <laughs> i know i almost Ever. asked you for them but i decided not to i'll um, send them to you tomorrow <laughs> no i could care less i hate clones um <laughs> Let's see. There you go. See, Mike just found his third phase too. Right. That, that's right. You know, yeah. that's that's kind of like. That's I mean, I, I think if you're going to a tournament where like winning really matters, like you you will find a way. Like there are people in your community that you know at the local gaming store. You're like, hey, do you mind if I like yeah you know, borrow a couple of units for this really big tournament? I, you know, that's I fair. Would, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah, and I mean, I just mentioned one, right? Like, I'm like, I might not end up bringing the list I want to bring because not everything for that is currently painted and i'm not sure how much time i'm going to have in between now and thursday to do it i I think that's a bigger issue than distribution yeah 
especially with droids. God. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> Jeez. But yeah, the point is, at least for a, a tournament like this, that's just for pride and nothing else. Um, yeah, I think that'll be, I think uh, unit ownership will be a factor and quantity of things painted will also be a factor. Yeah. In addition mm-hmm. to the fact that it's just a single tournament, which is, is there a know, painting requirement? There is three color. So, yeah, I think I think that's a, a frontline gaming thing, right? They just it have is. it for all their. Yep. yep. I mean, which it was pretty I, standard. We, yeah, I think it's fine. I don't have a problem with that no, at all. I think that's it, great. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's okay. And I say this. This is why I say it. <laughs> Mike, I will paint your clones. <laughs> I know we are. We already have a date picked out. Yeah. I mean, we do. <laughs> um, and the reason I say it is because I think for those of us that like put this stuff off. Like Mike knows, like we were trying to play a couple of weeks ago and I'm like, yeah, I don't have that painted. Yeah, I don't have that together. Yeah, I don't have that together, you know? And uh, I mean, the box is right there, Mike, if you want to put it together. But, you know, uh, but that would force me. I like that because it forces me to go, all right, I got to, I got to buckle down and get these assembled and painted here, at least three colors, you know? And it, it just puts me forward longer term, right? So that's fair. I just like, so. I sort of feel like, and this is um, me talking from a pedestal a little bit. Like I put we, but this is how I feel. So I'm going to use the word I. I put a lot of time into this game and hobby that like isn't playing it, that is also not painting. Like, you know, right now I'm putting like, you know, 30, 40 hours a week into like this game that is not, you know, I don't paint. Painting is just like a whole nother like, uh you know, I don't, I don't, I already hate painting. I don't want to do more. I don't know. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is it's a lot of hours to add onto already a lot of hours. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's not yeah. just, it's not just painting and playing. It's a lot of other things too. And, and I enjoy everything else I do way yeah. like a ton. Like I'm not complaining about it. I just like, you know, I have a lot of my time is already devoted to this game. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's Mike. how I feel about it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy, you just you be you. That's all I am. Know. That's 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 just me. I also yep. hate painting, so whatever. Um, well, I guess for everybody going, good luck. Not yeah. that, yeah. Just have fun. Like enjoy uh, this. This is going to be yeah. great. Right? I'm so looking forward to fumbling around with like actual range rollers and rolling real dice. Yeah, yeah. Me and Jay were playing the other week. Um, we were, we were actually playing uh, what we're going to be talking about next. Um, and uh, it was, it was strange. It was a little bit strange. I was like, where'd my range ruler go? Where'd my, where'd my, mo- Oh, it's on your side of the board. And, yeah. and like, I, it's not like that's a new problem. It's just like a problem. I like haven't had to deal with yeah. in a while. Cause clearly you always have your range ruler on TTS. And you always have your movement tool on TTS. So um, yeah, that was, yeah. I couldn't control C, there. control V, my my suppression that yeah. Mike was putting on me. <laughs> well, now they have hotkeys. You can just hit a number and it'll generate a token for you, Jay. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's how much <laughs> that's how much I use TTS. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to hover hover my hand over my model and just like have it yeah. spawn a token <laughs> yeah. at will. Um, no trays needed for for tokens. Speaking of, um, Maybe this would be a good time super briefly to just like hit tournament recommendations and I can do this in 30 seconds. Okay. Um, 
if you're going to Atlantic City, please have trays for your tokens. Yep. Uh, please have your dudes on some kind of tray and yep. not in foam. <laughs> um, and uh, wear comfortable shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Drink lots of water. Drink lots yeah, of water. Bring yep. bring some Cliff bars. There and you if go. you and if you didn't ask Kyle, because he's undoubtedly packed. I will have some extra. Yeah. Yeah. Snacks. <laughs> I water. usually get like a giant box before I go. No. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, here's my recommendation. I always tell people you're gonna look at the schedule and you think you're gonna have time for meals. You, you're not gonna have as much time as you think you have. No. So so either plan to have a meal quick or have snacks on you because it's lunch is just gonna be a mess. Yep, definitely. Bring snacks. Yep. All right, that's it. Cool. Uh, all right, should we talk about the thing? We should talk about the thing. But hot dang, I'm so excited. Let's do this. I'm so excited. All right, gentlemen, what's this thing? And that's how we get pulled off of YouTube right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right, so... We just need to clip that. Yeah, and yeah, make, yeah. That a, make that a drop right there. <laughs> Uh, so what is this thing? This thing is uh, Stormtide. And I'm sure uh, many of you have seen us dropping hints and spoilers and maybe a teaser video or two on Facebook and Instagram and stuff. So Stormtide is a, uh, I, I dare say, a labor of love that me and Jay have been building here for probably about six months. It is a unofficial narrative campaign for legion and basically what this is going to look like is it is a monthly box full mm -hmm. of legion goodies mm -hmm. um that you get uh and will be it will the first box will be going up for pre-order uh on june 11th and we're looking targeting a delivery date of about mid-august and yeah and, and just to that point that's a i understand everyone that that's a long time to wait for things but you have to understand that we're a small operation as we were just talking earlier rachel and i packed your order tokens and sidebars and shipped them out um so those those lead times on pre-orders allows us <clears throat> to know what we have to order how many we have to order and then prep for all of that so that's why um but you know i the other thing i'd like to say is it's this going to be so cool because in my mind from the beginning, since we started talking about this and working on it, really two, two things that you're getting, you're getting this alternate way to play Legion through this narrative campaign, but then you're also getting all these cool tchotchkes uh, every month for Legion, right? And, and I mean, do you want to spoil the, like the big tchotchke for the, for the first, I think I've already kind of spoiled it if you've been on our Facebook page, but yeah, I mean, we can totally, I will, um, if you're watching this on YouTube, I will flash them up on the screen. We've got nice pictures and stuff to show everybody. Um, yeah, we'll, yeah, I'll put them right there. So Kyle's Everybody them. just point in a different so, direction. <laughs> so the, the first box in Stormtide, a narrative uh, Legion camp, unofficial narrative Legion campaign is, uh, includes Stormtide commanders. And these are two, uh, a minute so first of all i guess each box has enough stuff in it for two players so yep. you and a friend get together and you know once or twice a month and basically play through the box um together 
And so within the box, there are two Stormtide commanders, one for each player. And you get it, they kind of start the campaign uh, very similarly to like a generic commander for whatever faction you play. And unlike generic commanders, uh, they have talent trees and you level them up um, through a, expending a resource that you kind of accrue over the course of the campaign. And, you know, if you want your generic commander to end up being uh, a guy with a sniper rifle, sort of like a Cassian Andor, he can be that. Um, if you want them to be a lightsaber user, or sorry, light stick user, or saber sword <laughs> user. Um, uh, Non-IP infringing we, sword we, user. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you can do that. If you want them to be a sniper that has access to a force slot. You can do that, a you know, magic like slot. Yeah, sorry, power <laughs> slot, whatever, right? Like, um, yes. So, so all all of those things are like things that you can do. Yeah. So you're leveling up this this commander that um, basically gets allows you to express yourself however you'd yeah. like to do in the world of Legion. So the cool thing. So let me. The thing is, uh, you're gonna get an actual mini in the first box for this commander you're going to get the unit card for this commander and then the stuff that <clears throat> mike's describing kind of works like an rpg a little bit and so your commander is like you personified on the battlefield in Le in in legion is that you know you get to name them uh where they come from all this stuff and then build their skills and how you want them to be and so what we tried to do with this narrative is really allow you <clears throat> not only to play through the narrative but to have an effect on how your narrative plays and mike always likes saying that ideally and we really believe this that no two people will have the same kind of experience because of how the rpg element uh of of the commander works and how some of the decisions work throughout the campaigns yeah i mean we've divided designed this to be very um just unique in in that everybody's army is going to be unique to them right so the the stormtide commander is one way that your battle force is going to be unique but another way it's going to be unique is that um at the beginning of the campaign you're also going to get to pick like a force organization roster that is like unique to you um in a very similar kind of way to the the commander you know uh and so like one of them we we talked about on our patreon a couple of weeks ago is a basically a vehicle heavy support or focused organization chart where um you're very rewarded for taking vehicles. And so each one of these, we call them, uh, I think, divisions uh, in Stormtide, you pick one at the beginning of the campaign, have their own generic command cards that go with them. Um, so, so basically how you should think about it is you are on a ship and basically these are the units that were on the ship with you when this when this narr narrative starts and so when you're building your your roster your division you're putting all these units and upgrades and everything on this ship and that's what you're going to have access to um to start the to start the game the narrative yeah. yeah so basically you get to pick a handcrafted army based on one of these 
force org charts that you pick that gives you a bunch of command cards that do sweet stuff we're going to spoil one in a minute um you get then get to tailor it even further with a stormtide commander that you then get to spec out how you'd like you can you know um basically use whatever faction you'd like you know, you know you can use official factions you can use homebrew factions like um totally cool with that you should definitely work that out with whoever you're playing with on what they're cool with and what they're not cool with right um we've also sort of talked about maybe the potential down the line of you know official events and stuff like that where maybe you know homebrew content probably wouldn't be a thing you could bring because clearly we can't balance that um but you know, overall, you're going to handcraft this. And then once you're done handcrafting your army and your commander, there's going to be a sealed envelope that neither of you knows like what is coming next. And you're going to open it. And the narrative for Stormtide is going to start and it's going to unfold. And basically, you're never going to know what's next because it's always in a sealed envelope and it will always be kind of a surprise. So an envelope you know, might have a mission in it with objective deployment and condition cards and all sorts of other stuff that allows you to play through that mission, but you're not going to know about it until you pop that thing open and you're like, whoa, this is what's going on. Um, And like, this is the situation. And through the list that you crafted at the beginning, you're going to have to tackle these um, objectives and, and to with with what you've got you've got to work with what you've got and you're gonna find stuff over the course of stormtide where you know you maybe find some upgrades or you know whatever you know i'm not gonna tell you exactly what you find uh, i know um <laughs> wait we do we know we do know trust um, us we know so so yeah and you're just gonna continue going so every box is gonna have um basically two scenarios in it that you'll play through um they'll both be sealed and each month you'll get a new box of stormtide and it'll have two new cool things and maybe some other stuff in it that allows you to customize craft continue the narrative uh as you progress through through the campaign so this sounds a little bit like mordheim meets uh like gloomhaven yeah, that, I mean, as it's, far as like, yeah, it's it's very much kind of built out of the idea of kind of, you know, like this is my team, right? Like mm-hmm. these these yeah. are my guys. I put them together. I named them all. They have backstories, right? This is definitely like, I've always felt Legion was kind of missing this aspect of like marrying the hobby to the game like don't get me wrong i hate painting things but i love the (laughs) idea of having like a narrative backstory for your dudes and i've always felt like legion has had a difficult time having like that like in warhammer you've got like a space marine commander and like they're super cool and like you can kid them out with all this stuff and they kind of feel like you or whatever character you're trying to personify on the battlefield i always felt legion was kind of missing that and and this to some extent was born out of an answer to that but it's also very much a narrative campaign that you you play through i mean it's it's a little bit more structured i think than mordheim or you know any of that in as far as like um, there's there's a story being told as opposed to like you're just because I think in more time you kind of played like one-off games right 
and yes. you like through your battle company. Yeah, uh, so I, it's it's got a persistent continuation with like the experience and the upgrades yeah. and stuff, but there's no like there's no like guiding story. Right. Yeah. And that's, you know, I think really for me, that's been the biggest thing is the compelling you to move forward and to play that next game, whether it's you know, whether it's in that for in the box that you're in now <clears throat> or waiting for next month's box to come and, and completing that, continuing that story. Um, the other really neat thing that we're doing is <clears throat> you and your buddy or, or friend or family or whomever you're playing with will have opportunities to kind of mold uh, the overall narrative for everyone because what we're going to do is Basically, once you complete one of these missions, let's call them, that you'll have an opportunity to report what happened on our website. And so you'll be able to submit what happened in your, your game. You can give us your, your commander's name. You can give us all, everything that happened. And we're, we're talking about having like leaderboards. So maybe your commander gets up on the leaderboard. Maybe what happened in your matches because your commander's one of the leaders affects the world that we're creating here. Yeah, I, I think the the digital portion of this that we've put together, you know, you can expect, um, you know, forums and, and stuff like that. Uh, but the digital aspect is very reminiscent of the old GW campaigns that were kind of like a global thing where you kind of input battle reports. This is a little bit more uh i think tailored than that was that was just like fight a battle do whatever you know it doesn't really matter yeah. what like objectives or whatever you played this is more like yo there's an event in the campaign box that happens here like tell us what happened and we'll you know kind of change the story depending on mm -hmm. what team won or, or whatever um so it's a it's a little bit more um your, your decisions matter a little bit more than just like you you win this hex on a map, you know? Um, so, but, you know, uh, we're planning on doing things like that as far as showing, kind of showing and showcasing like your stuff yeah. digitally, so. That's awesome. I've always felt like something like that was missing. Um, and I really enjoyed even the sort of oversimplified 40k versions of, of that concept i, I did um, too i loved it like yep. th right. those those were enough but i think um what we've tried to do here is kind of take that sort of idea and kind of level up a little bit um you know uh, cl clearly those were also free um so you know yeah th these boxes that are being shipped to you are not free um <laughs> you know they, you do have to pay for them yeah, i promise so, you'll get your money's worth <laughs> yes 100 percent. so each box um monthly box is 30 dollars uh, it is for two people. So it's basically yep. $15 a person per month. Yep. It's like a World of Warcraft subscription or whatever else you play. Um, and plus shipping. Um, and, Good you change. know, as, as we, yeah, yeah. I, I always remember that now. We've talked about it on Patreon enough now that you, you're like, and shipping, right? And um, shipping. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I think depending on how big this gets, and how many of these we sell, you know, we can definitely do different things with this down the line. You know, uh, Jay and I have definitely been like, the reason we have a, you know, like a two month lag time on kind of pre-orders in the first box is because we're not really sure, um, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and, and uh, I'm sort of expecting uh, this to be a big deal. We'd love to hear your thoughts and comments. 
you know, uh, Jay, is there anything else you want to kind of talk about? Um, I mean, you, you spent so much time on the art. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) well, that's, yeah. I mean, you know, Mike was talking a lot about like functionally how it's going to work. And, and Mike spent a lot of time on the development side, like making sure that, you know, really, uh, Legion is the, is the core rule set, right. That we're, we're using, and then we're kind of creating our own, um, I'm mean, gonna world, and I mean that. And yeah, maybe in, our own galaxy. Maybe you know, uh, that's you know. closer, as not as far away. Um, and so, <clears throat> you know, so we're we're doing our best, and part of that is, you know, really not only working on the development of how the mechanics work, but also just pouring over the story and the interactions, and then all the artwork. And um, one of my goals with this is to like. Uh, you know, I was telling Mike when we first started this, like one of my favorite things about any anything like Keyforge or Magic or or any of these like collectible kind of games is all the cool artwork. Um, and so we really wanted to make sure that when you got this, it was stuff that you want to you want to keep, you know, and you want to hold on to, and that it's like super cool. And you know, right now um, for this first box it's i i did a lot of the art and then we had uh jordan from skullforge work on the minis and some of the art for the the two commanders and so i ideally moving forward i'd like to put more art out and on this and and really have that be a large focus of the campaign is is also the artwork yeah i've i've seen some of this artwork uh it's incredible um, hey, thanks very impressive yeah i mean i Every time Jay sends me like a new new because like I'm like this is sort of what I'm thinking for like this card or whatever, and then Jay's like okay I'll work with that and he like does a thing and then he comes back with it and I'm like it just gets better every time. Um, so why don't we why don't we just like toss? So we're gonna spoil um, a bunch of stuff up until the uh, release basically mm-hmm. um our first spoiler i guess will be today um mm-hmm. and we're gonna spoil we've already talked a little bit about um the armored division that you get to potentially pick from um so i'm gonna throw the card right up here on the screen um there you go this and- art may change everyone <laughs> so <laughs> so if you are looking at this and then when if you end up signing up for storm time like wait a second uh, that's because this may be a little bit different. We're we're still working out some of that, but just just want everybody. Yeah, I think to know. I think we we talked about changing the borders a little bit <laughs> yep. or something. Yeah. Um, but what he does not mean the main picture will change. No, just that's good because I dig the main picture. Yeah, hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this is armored assault. Uh, it is a one pip. You get to issue it to one heavy support unit. One of the things that we were doing with this thing uh, campaign is that. Uh, I wanted to really make sure that maybe units that don't seize much play in competitive play, you have an avenue to play them and feel like they're powerful. Um, I hope people will enjoy this rendition of, of how to make tanks great again. Um, <laughs> so, so the text on this is when a unit is assigned an order from this card, it gains barrage, steady, and one aim token. Basically means that you can move twice and fire twice in the same turn um as long as you're not using arsenal clearly because barrage does not let you use arsenal um in tandem with it but it's kind of like this is your uh, it's your armored assault your tank is cruising at 50 miles an hour and just blaring um guns away so 
Um, it's, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I've used this card with a tank on Mike. It was really sweet. I really <laughs> liked it. I really liked it a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's sort of, it's sort of, um, you know what it felt like to me was it felt like, so I, I played against, um, Timbo playing a very inspired list in Invader League with uh, his his uh, Saber Tank and Padme, and um, that one like the tank got to shoot twice a turn potentially, and it felt very powerful when it did that. And I sort of was like, I wish every tank or heavy support unit in Legion had access to this ability, even if it was just like a one turn thing, right? Like. Um, an airspeeder doing like a strafing run or whatever. Um, so the idea behind this card was to really be like, okay, you want to use a heavy support? Here's something that like beyond like all the heavy support one pips, I think just hand out orders, which is like fine. But this is like, this was more of a son of Skywalker for a heavy support unit. Um, yep. So uh, Kyle, I know you haven't played with this card. What do you, as a competitive Legion player, how do you feel? <laughs> I think this is really cool because uh, like you said, it there isn't really a lot that gives heavy vehicles a chance to do extra damage besides like giving the name tokens. Yep. And if you're paying almost 200 points for a big giant scary tank or walker or whatever, you want it to be able to make a difference in ways that are like thematic and holy crap, I just got blasted by this ATST. Yep. And uh, I dig the theme on this, especially with Steady, because it's like moving forward and blasting stuff at the same time. Yeah. Um, it's just, it sort of brings like a visual uh, that is, if you're using a heavy support, would be really satisfying. So. Yeah, th it th is. This, th yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> like this, this is the card that like, if you're in a tank, like this is this is the card that has like fury written all over it, right? Yeah, right. Like this yeah. this is this is if you're playing a tank, this is how you want it to feel. And a lot of what we did with these command cards for these divisions were like, okay, I'm playing this army. How do I want it to feel on the tabletop that maybe right. you can't do right now? And uh, yeah, yeah. And I would say um, none of that is a slight to legion itself no, it's no. just how it uh, how it has to operate to be balanced and to be fair in a competitive way right where this is um i i i always say this but like the the reason i enjoyed this and mike and i played it together and i was just like so enthralled and so happy about it because it's very much beer and pretzels where you're just like hey i got my buddy mike over we're just gonna play this but then it kind of like draws you in at the same time because if you have even a little bit of that competitive spirit in you you're trying to be competitive at the same time and to be able to throw different stuff like this one pip at an opponent where you're like boom didn't see that coming i'm gonna, I'm gonna move shoot move shoot and so uh that it's just a lot of fun especially from a, an avid uh heavy user right this was like my jam and i was like oh yeah this is so sweet feels so good <laughs> yeah it's awesome i love that concept of just taking sort of underused stuff and finding different ways to give it that cool like movie style moment yeah know? like i mean i think i think this car can make lats pretty pretty all right yep. you know all of a sudden you're like oh i can move and shoot and have aim tokens and you know yeah. like you know you you have a helicopter run by kind of like strafing run by or whatever like that's that's pretty sweet um, I would say, you know, based 
on Mike's work on the development side and like our thoughts on the story and the art and everything like that that's really the point of this whole thing is to be able to for you to get a box in the mail and all the stuff that you've been spending money on and buying and like you may have bought two lats like I did um because they I just they look cool and I want them to be cool and I don't know if they will be in competitive I'm hoping but in the meantime we're we're trying to take I don't think that there's a bad unit when it comes to Stormtide that you could use anything. Um, and I know this is a departure from our regularly scheduled- uh, Competitive programming. <laughs> competitive <laughs> programming here. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that you know, that's the idea is that we all have like stacks of units that we're like, well, when am I ever gonna get to use that? And, and this is why we kind of designed this, right? Is to be able to have fun yeah. playing Legion. You know, um, we're, yeah, we're, we're, we're crafting a narrative where we drop you in kind of a new world and um, feel free to use any named characters from the old world uh, that you would <laughs> so choose. You know, if you want to have a, um, you know, sweet force user from the Mandalorian, go for it, you know, and, you know, take him alongside your Stormcat commander and have at it. Um, yeah. But it's definitely not a necessity. Um, you, you can you can definitely play without any named characters other than your Stormtide commander. So um, we've definitely gone out of our way to make sure any, but this, this product is hopefully geared for everyone. You know, if you're a competitive player, you'll find that like, you can still do that and have fun with this. If, if you're a hobby player, you'll find that this is probably the most, uh, the, the most geared port, like actual portion of the game for you. You know, yeah. um yeah, and I would say, uh, you know, the way things are worked out, that those two people could exist in the same game, that and, was the and and you won't feel like there's no like. I mean, listen, Mike and I are those two people. So so Mike's the hyper competitive. I'm the like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Let's let's do some stuff. And um, I definitely, when we were playing, I, Mike was for sure being competitive and trying to trounce me. And so um, I didn't, but I didn't feel um, like it, it, ma it mattered, but it didn't, but I didn't feel overwhelmed or like, or like that it, I was going to regret. <laughs> I, I also, Mike, you know, felt like you ended up after like a couple boxes, uh, of stuff like you had enough tools to like kind of change your game plan so that like yep. all of a sudden like my i had to like very much change my competitive evaluation of like what was happening right yeah um and so yeah and that's that that's a great point like i would so when you when you guys start playing this um i would say that if you feel like you are in the the negative column for maybe a, a couple of these like blind uh, envelopes, just wait because it's going to bounce back. There's definitely a system in place that allows you to roll back to the top. And there's going to be this very much like back and forth between you and, and your friend, um, which is exciting. Awesome. Well, I'm really looking forward to it. Me too, Kyle. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, we put a lot of time and effort into this. Uh, I hope the community loves it. Um, you know, we would love to hear your comments. Uh, so we haven't even mentioned this yet, but uh, the website for kind of 
registering um, for the pre-registration, I guess, uh, is stormtide.thefifthtrooper.com. You can go on there today. You'll see a big countdown that is counting down to when the actual website goes live and pre-orders go live, um, which will be on the 11th, which is Friday. Uh, this will yep. probably go out Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, yep. And so you'll have a couple days to, you can sign up on there for notifications presently. Um, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's going to be, yeah. So, so you can get the notifications are basically going to be telling you, you know, listen, I'm going to send you some fun stuff. Um, maybe some more teasers if you sign up and then, and then we'll definitely let you know when it's live, we'll send that email out so that you can be one of the first ones to, to, to subscribe. So it's going to be good. It's going to be exciting. I can't wait. Yeah. There's a lot of cool stuff we've got in <laughs> store. So, um, Hope everybody enjoys it. Leave us some comments about how you feel about it, what you're thinking. Would love to hear them. You know, we have our Patreon members feedback and it's pretty much been like, woo, this is awesome. Um, so, you know, um, we hope you feel that way too. Awesome. All right. Any final thoughts? Be on the lookout for more spoilers in maybe other content creators um content across the legion verse uh you know i i imagine that this is not the only place you'll hear about this this week if i had to guess um so you know be on the be on the lookout and, and when he says guess he doesn't mean guess at all <laughs> <laughs> you will hear about it in other places yes yes yeah. <laughs> all right well gentlemen uh we are the Notorious Scoundrels. I'm Kyle. I'm Mike. And I am Jay. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs> <laughs>